is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Nice to have you on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Episode 21, Series 8. Craig Cutchison, Damien Barrett with you in the South Bank Studios. And Hachi, as I say hello to you today, and it's a... Uh, it's actually an unusually later time for us on a Tuesday afternoon of this particular week. Um, little Birdie tells me you're about to head overseas. Hello, Damo. Yes, taking a short break to head to Lords next week. We've got the cricket rights, as you know, with this year in cricket. So, going to have a look and uh, you've been to Lords before. I have. Yes. It's oh, a, you went to the World Cup final, didn't you, a couple of years ago? Uh, it's yeah. the, it's it's a spiritual place if you're a cricket fan. It's amazing. Yeah. Can't wait. I've only wandered past it. And there was enough uh, aura about it wandering past it. I haven't been into it. So. Yeah, well, I'd be interested. A lot of Australians, yeah, I'd be interested to see how many kind of fans of the historical Sheffield Shield there is and your byline historically that I run into. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was, just getting right off topic right away. Um, it was underwhelming. It's wedged into a small. Underwhelming? Oh, you could. You think Lords is underwhelming? Well, I only, as I said, I only walked around it and I yep. did walk around it, but it, it's just wedged into a suburb very unobtrusively. And it's history. It's like. Of course it is. I understand that. And it's my favourite memory of, of growing up watching cricket, which I'm currently enjoying as much yep. this series. And we, as we talk, we've got the day five about to start yep. of the first test. I took you to Fenway Park, don't forget. You did too. Well, that was yeah. underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> That's got such an incredible history and, and culture as well. So, yeah, looking forward. I've got a pretty big work schedule while I'm away, so won't be all beer and Skittles, that's for sure. But I can't wait. So you're taking some races as well? No, I won't go Saturday to Ascot. Okay. I don't think I've got clients going, but I won't I won't go. I'm w- bit, Wimbledon? Maybe one day, oh. yeah. So Wimbledon, Lord's... I know you well enough. You'll get to the you'll get to Ascot as well. If I could pick one thing to do that's a bit uh, relaxing while I'm there, there's a Springsteen concert in Hyde Park. It's got my name written all over it. I can figure it out. So I'll have to just do my best, Damo, to try and find a ticket or borrow one off someone. But uh, we'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll back, put the I'll old hustle in. shoes on. I'll back in for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to set the stage up. Check one, two, like a corporate setup there. Anyway, um, so I'm a bit, uh, bit weary to be honest. So I can imagine. Not really at my absolute best coming to tonight's show. It's been a big campaign into the middle of the year and looking forward to sleep on the plane, Damo. How are you, more importantly? You're not at your best, you just said. <laughs> I thought of you the other day. I oh, did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Now, well, why did you think of me? Now, it's always dangerous to go fishing when you don't know what you're going to get on the other end of the line. And I'm a bit tongue-in-cheek as I approach this. So it's dangerous waters. And I'm about to grab a rod, a media rod. I don't, and I'm gonna, I don't like what I'm thinking I'm throw it into, the, uh, into Barrett waters and what, see what I get over here. What's on it? What, what, what sort of bait you've uh, loaded up with? Well, a couple of things. First of all, for the sake of transparency, Darcy Moore, I think, is the most marketable athlete in Australia almost right now. Uh, right up there. Well, he's, he's from an AFL perspective, absolutely. He's, he's I'm just an, trying to... He's an yeah. incre- and. Our management arm, Bravo, manages him. So I didn't know there was an ad coming for him and with him for Foxtel because I had seen that come through on the internal comms. Right, okay. I and think I, know I was now. delighted yep. to sit down and watch the Good Time Seltzer ad with Darcy Moore, who's a star. He's got gravitas. He's a big brand personality. And I watched it. And as I watched it unfold, and the creative's very good, Foxtel have done a nice job. Their uh, in-house engine on the uh, strategy team have done a nice creative bit of work. But lo and behold, if I didn't see in the ad itself some Foxtel identities, specifically Mark Robbo Robinson. Robo who, who did a good job, by the way, playing his role in the ad. So no, no dramas. And I thought it was great that he had a laugh at him himself. So uh, hats off to Darcy, hats off to Robbo, hats off to Fox, hats off to Good Time Seltzer. But then I remembered you and him having an argument last year over whether 
journalists should be able to be in ads. And he led the charge against you doing a sports bet ad. Hmm. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. How, when you saw the ad, <laughs> did that run through your mind? It's funny you raise this, Hutchie. I reckon I've now had a dozen people, maybe 15 people over the past two or three weeks say, have I seen the ad? And, and I actually had not seen it until about, I don't know, sometime in between the last time we did this show and today. Right. So I've now seen it. Okay. And I didn't know what they were talking about until I saw it. As in, I couldn't work out the context yep. to it. But but it is an alcoholic beverage, isn't it? Yep. it yeah, it definitely yep. alcohol, yeah. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. But, but I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> so so I, I haven't tabled no, it for discussion I'm, today. I'm fishing. <laughs> so how, like, I think, I think you know, my record, you're entitled to do the sports bet ad, no problem with it. I have no problem in doing the, mm. the seltzer ad. I reckon it's great. And yep. it shows the side of his personality. And he's doing the right thing by his employer, Fox. But you're highlighting the hypocrisy of it. I'm not. I'm asking well, you. Well, I think you I, are. I'm asking you how you feel about I it. I think you're highlighting the Well, clearly, it's hypo- hypocritical. Why? Because it was hypocritical. Well, I was uh, accused of taking a poor position on a social slash moral issue. And if you recall, and I do know you recall because you spent 10 minutes talk- loading me up last year on this particular episode in the corresponding time frame. I was asked or, or, or suggested that I reconsider being the, the head of the AFMA group because I'd done a, an ad which was clearly a parody. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But so we're just going to we're going to we're going to pick and choose our moral di- causes, are we? Different issues, though, aren't they? Like they're different. They're different. Well, issues. what's the biggest scourge? He's played a well, cameo what, in an. What's the biggest scourge on a, on society? Is, is, is you take your pick, isn't it? It's one of the two. No, it's not. No. I, well, they're both. Not so, so, how, so, tell me how you really feel. Do you, do you feel that I, don't, I don't I actually don't care. Yeah. But I, I would say not for the first time. There's a there's a there's a fairly strong degree of being hypocritical on on your positioning publicly on certain matters. So, you you believe that journalists should be able to be in ads for anyone? Actually, I, I've, as I said last year, if something's legal, and until they ban it through the courts and the laws of the place you live in. I think people are adults enough can make up their own minds whether so, an endorsement of a product is is for them. So you have no problem with Robbo endorsing a seltzer brand, but you would would have none whatsoever. But you have a problem with him singling out you having to step down from the AFMA for doing similar. Well, that that might be more where I would focus yeah. my reaction to seeing him on an ad for alcohol, Hutchie. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, if he hadn't said what he said last year, I couldn't care less. Yeah, well done. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I don't care actually. I don't care. His opinion I'm, may have changed. He might think it's okay now to endorse brands. I'm sure he would. I'm sure yeah. he, his opinion would have changed because yeah. he, he, his opinion regularly changes on on topics no, that's not, that's when they come fair. across no, his you own can desk. evolve based on life experiences. That's okay. I see. Reckon he's in, in the space of twelve months, he's changed his mind on endorsing products publicly. Well, I think if your employer comes to you and says, it'd really help us if you did this, it's a bit of fun, it's a cameo role for you, like he's entitled to do that. I have no problem with it at all. <laughs> all right. but I just, just for I, the record, I, I have not tabled that. You can see no. my notes here. You can see my notes there. It was there. fishing. I just suspected there was, I knew <laughs> there'd be something there. I thought you might be a bit stronger, actually. So. No, well, well, people had wanted me to go hard on Oh, you've had a week. few people text you about that, have you? Oh, a lot yeah, of people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't seen it until recently. Yeah. So, I, well... No, I won't. No, I'll move on. I'll move on. this will unlock a whole, you know, <laughs> a chance to, like, you know, how some people's brand endorsement deals spring out of other brands. I wonder if there'll be a rush now for Robo Services to front campaigns. I wouldn't have thought so. I think, no, he's a natural actor. He's good. <laughs> hey, listen, what's going on with you? You know, I was late to the party on this John's Brothers You're three stout. weeks of sleep on this. 
Yeah, it was. But we we talked about it last week. We we thrashed it out last week, and it's blown up again during yep. the course of the week. Um, I'll just quickly reset it and tell me if I'm uh, away from what this story is. But you know, I love the Johns brothers, particularly Matty, who's a yep. who's, who's the, I think he's still the biggest media person in the country, all media, certainly yep. sports in my eyes. Um. Brother, the greatest rugby league player ever seen. Now, that's coming from a very, very uh, uneducated view on rugby league, but I think he's the Wayne Carey of rugby league and will forever be the best player of all time. Uh, they're not talking, and they're not talking because of a stash they had on your station, SEN, in Sydney. And you have been portrayed in the Sydney media as being the uh, the peacemaker. And there were some stories last week that said Andrew had officially quit us. That is not true. I did read that story. <laughs> Here we go. What I said a- Andrew Johns officially quits SEN Radio. Yep. What, what I what I said at the time remains. Yeah. We will, we're going to have a sit down. It's in the diary. Post-Origin. It's in the diary. Post-Origin. Okay, well, Origin's tomorrow now, night as we speak. Post-Origin is either going to be 48 hours from now, 2-0, right. okay, or so it's going to be 2-1. And uh, Personally, I, I, I would – I think so – Is it post-Origin series or post-game two? Uh, well, there's – There's a difference there. We're just going to – Andrew's a great guy who's very committed and not the sort of person to walk away on something that he commits to. So I think we'll – We'll work through it. But that just needs a bit of time and he needs to be able to focus on Origin. Now, I read, we, we pointed out last week that Buzz Rothfield quoted you as saying you were going to get him together, quote, for a, quote, bite to eat. Where, where are you going to take him? It's not my role to, like, they're brothers. They'll sort it out when they're ready. Didn't he say he wanted to bash him during the week? Yeah, I did read that. <laughs> well, it might have been Matty with some theatre. I think he said, um, I all, think Andrew wants to all, bash me. Have I read that probably All, all I would say is, is anyone who thinks this is a PR stunt is giving us credit that we don't deserve. This is not, this is a totally um, authentic issue between two brothers who, when they're ready, will I just love how you're in the middle of it. That's, I don't care. Sit down and resolve it. And it's been an eye-opener for me because it's the first of its kind for me. And how many times have you played Peacemaker in it's not a natural strength of mine, Damon. No, I, I that's normally, what I ask. <laughs> not, normally leave the room with the parties a bit worse off with each other than when I entered them. So it's it's a new – I'm casting a new role here, Damon, but I'm doing my best to stumble through it. Have you got a strategy? I think nothing – nothing will – look, put it this way. Origin 1 made it worse. Origin is <laughs> so emotive that nothing good's going to come while they're, they're playing each other. So, like, the, the right strategy is to take the air out of it and let – Games two and three go. We'd love to have Andrew on the airwaves right now, don't get me wrong. But the reality is to focus on New South Wales because, you know, one all versus two nil versus one two, there's three different emotional reactions, I reckon, in both both individuals. So let's just let it play out. I did. Didn't he, say it oh, it's great for the sport, though. He cares, Andrew. He loves the New South Wales. For people who say New South Wales don't care like Queensland does, Andrew wears it so hard. That reaction on the Sunday footy show, which people thought he was putting on on Sunday when Cameron Munster gave him a chip about Matty, <laughs> that was entirely consistent with my dealing that with him. That was funny when, when Cameron Munster, at, at the end of that interview, said, how are you going with your brother? That, that, I thought yeah. that was funny. Am I jo- allowed to think that's yeah. funny? Joey, yeah. Joey is single-minded on wanting to win this series and, and not ready for that type of... Have humour at the moment, so they'll sit down and work it out. Didn't he I'm crack sure. it last year too? Or was it year before? Maybe when when he was broadcasting at the time of another oh, New South Wales loss. Yeah. He just, he just, yeah. <laughs> he just cracked it on it. So I'm, I'm, to, I'm to be transparent. I'm barracking for one all here. It's just better. <laughs> it's better all around for everybody. I see you broke with the storyline. Well, two two nil doesn't help this situation. I don't reckon doesn't help anyone given no. that given that game two is being played in, in Queensland, Queensland. Yep. and you'd imagine. 
yeah, that's not good for anyone if, if it goes 2-0. And then the third game will be back in New South Wales. That's not good for it. It's an extraordinary build-up, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, it's been a big week in, in media. A couple of things to touch on. Andrew Proben, the chief political reporter of the ABC, Damo. Mm. Fascinating story, this one. Made redundant. Yep. Because the ABC says it doesn't need a political editor. Do you feel justified in this? Because you've, for a long time now, said that ABC has, has, is full of excess. Well, they spend an enormous amount of money. You said they operate out of a spaceship here in, in South Bank. Yeah, they do. Yep. And that, I'm not saying that's unwarranted, by the way, but I'm saying that is fact. They, do have, they are well-funded and spend a lot on the public interest. I'm very surprised to think that the best, one of the best political reporters in the country, and I, I, Andrew was from memory, he was a cadet class either above me or before me at the Herald Sundays, but I remember him being exceptional, <laughs> looked up to him. Attention to detail. Got his shorthand early. He got, he got the 120 words away Loretta very early. But he was he's always been an elite journalist and has, by well, all reports, been an elite. I reckon he's been great. I, I, I've never met him. I didn't know until you said last yep. year that he was at the Herald Sun in your time frame. But I, I didn't ever know that. But I reckon he's great on TV. He, he breaks stories, doesn't he? Yep. So what, what does that say about the if the ABC, which is under the least commercial pressure of anybody mm. to hire a journalist, not like they're worrying about the P&L and not sweating the number like everyone else. But I would have thought if there's one thing the ABC needs to, to, to stay well, what, what a, they... as relevant as it once was, I would have thought it's a pretty prominent person with some clout, yeah. with some opinion um, ability, and, and more importantly, news-breaking ability in the federal parliament operations. Isn't that their biggest job? I would have thought so. Like, yeah. aren't they, uh, political coverage is fundamental to the model, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, and there's other elements of, I think, in, in regionally, the, yep. the, present, the presence of an ABC yep. in, the, in, the, in the country areas, I, I would think is another high point on a charter. Yep. But well, I'm, I'm not... Uh, this is not my view of Andrew. I don't know anything about Andrew's. I, all I know of him is he's an outstanding journalist, right? So I don't know anything else. Where my mind went was, are ne- is is there a, they're on the record saying they're moving towards a digital first agenda. So are they putting a premium on digital skills ahead of traditional? Social and, and digital reporting was yep. a focus as part of yep. that release, yeah. And we've talked about this before, but I would be unhirable in a modern day newsroom. I wouldn't get a job. If I went in tomorrow to get a job at 7, 9 or 10 years, I wouldn't get a job because I don't have – like I'm, I think I have a decent handle on digital media but I don't, to above average, but I don't have – I can't actually digitally apply those skills myself. I'm not a proficient editor or a distributor of content or – so like how much is journalism going to change as media businesses prioritise less of the old school news breaking stand in front of a camera type and more of the multi-skillers that are coming through. It's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of TV shows now, and, and let's work with the, the, the one that I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with most in that I have a role on, on some Channel 9 product, the, the, the reach that shows get, and you open the conversation up to other shows, can you? Because you're exposed to them. But the reach that those type of programs get, and maybe this is part of the ABC conversation, is as great from the social media distribution around it. And you've been big on that aspect of, of TV programming for a long time already. So is this where we're now out with news reporting? Yeah, I, I, I consume. So with the Sunday footy show, for instance, I normally watch the first segment. I love things that caught my eye. I love the news take. I'm normally off to junior footy at the end of it. Yep. But I will snack for the rest of the day on the clips on social and there'll be some Sundays where I don't see any of it. Apart from the social. Apart from social. And yeah. that's enough for me. Yeah. And that like that snackable distribution of content is everything. 
that like I think footy classified probably a lot of people listening now would snack on it more than they would necessarily. Well, I watch did it that live. with classified last night. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot what time it was on, and I was watching the cricket on the other channel nine two six four. Gem, yeah. So, so I mean, being a digital first distributor of content yourself is going to be super important. I don't know what happened with Andrew, but it was just fascinating. Yeah, and I feel for him because he's outstanding at what he does. Now, you've been talking about TikTok now for some time. Can, news, can news readers have opinions? By the way, news readers. We talk about. Journalists being you talk about like the Peter Hitchiners. Yeah, so we discussed yep. we discussed um, whether journalists can be in ads, which is a, once a frontier that don't go into. What about journalists having opinions? Oh, I'm, I'm all for it. All for it. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. I, th- I think. It's, what about newsreaders? I think it's a dangerous ground for. Should newsreaders some... be opinion agnostic? Uh, should they or are they? Yeah. I, I, if, if you ask me, are they? I'd say yes. Should they be? I reckon it's up to the individual to have his or her opinion yep. expressed. Because, like in Melbourne, have you ever seen a more opinionated newsreader than Tony Tardio on Three AW? <laughs> have you seen Tony Tardio's socials? He's on a crusade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the bike lanes. The he, bike lanes. He's on a crusade against government. <laughs> no, the bike lanes. I yeah. think. Oh no, every, everything to do with the, the government. Yeah. Um, he's been a three, four year. <laughs> when you hear his beautiful voice on air and he's. Journalistic skills, you think this this is the most <laughs> he's got indep- the most beautiful voice, independent, <laughs> oval office voice, and then you look at it on Twitter and he's he's vigilanting him. <laughs> Who was it that he had the fight with Damien Tardio as well as Tony? Yeah. With it was Chip Legrand, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. outside That's the MCG right. yeah, one day yeah, yeah. during the um, <laughs> San, San Go, Super uh, the was uh, it that issue? Yeah. I couldn't think of what it was. was. Um, just on, paper gate. Now, Hachi, you, you'll be surprised at this. I've gone from um, swearing off this forever in my whole life, three or four weeks ago when you raised it and said I needed one. I've, now, I haven't enrolled or registered or set it up yet, but I've downloaded TikTok. Good. <laughs> I'm just scared welcome. of actually activating it. That welcome. <laughs> Hurry up and get to it. I, I feel that it's not just coming from you, but other people who are experts in this space tell me that there's a lot of people, I'll say my age, our age, in it. And above. I thought it was all for the teeny boppers, Hutchie. No, you just don't listen to me. No, I do you listen don't... to you, but I needed some endorsement of it from someone else. As I'm on the record saying when you 45 habits. to 60 is apparently the biggest growth market in Australia. No question about that. On TikTok. <laughs> hey, what did, you, what did you think of the weird uh, Matt Duran situation? Yeah. I, I've asked a few questions. Have you investigated this, Damo? No, it's not. I don't, I'm, not I'm not big enough on it. But um, So Matt Duran, very high profile Channel 7 journalist, very good presenter. Uh, may be known to our listeners and, and others for, for interviewing Adele sometime in the past 18 months, two years, and was exposed by Adele for, for not having listened to her most recent album that had been just released prior to the interview. And he apologised publicly for, for what that meant for his station. Uh, we fast forward to the past two weeks where there was that horrible bus crash in New South Wales. He was sent on assignment to report on it for the next day. And I didn't catch up with this, but apparently asked a lot of questions at the press conference of police on the day it actually happened and then went missing from, from broadcasting thereafter. And, and there's a lot of stories about what went on. Beyond what I read in, uh, I did read the Annette Sharp article, Hutchie, which Jane's put on our running sheet today. I, I know nothing more beyond that. Did, and I, I've asked two yep. people I, I, who are well versed in TV land around the country. They don't know either. Yeah, I think, like, like I know it's a clickbait story and everyone's rushed at it and it's got mass appeal into the, tabloid style dot coms but we do need to support the individual right and be empathetic to whatever they are going through I would assume that there's yep. deeper issues at play for 
for Matt and, you know, mm. hopefully he's all right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that I think when you're a journalist yourself, you're very fair game on not, not a lot of empathy gets applied to you in reverse on those .com situations, does it? No, I agree. Although, again, Annette Sharp writes a certain way, doesn't she? I, I, I felt there was a fair balance in that. Did, did you? you? Yeah, well, okay. I, I did yep. read what I saw on the weekend somewhere. I did, maybe she's written other articles as well. I thought there was, obviously, the way she writes is going to take the more provocative angle yep. to get into it. That's her right to do so. But I felt there was enough down low of, of possibilities that were, were balancing it up a bit. The warning telly series on Channel 9, Damo. Is it too soon? I, I've, well. Simone Warren says so. Simone Callahan. I often say this in advance. I've got, at, at this stage, I don't think I'll be appointment viewing this one. So unless something happens, I don't think it will be. So, so that's, that's my spot. When you say appointment viewing, are you going to watch it or aren't you going to watch no, it? No, I don't think I am. No, but. Why? Because you think it's too soon? I, no, I've just, I've just really got. This is me. I don't think it's directed at me. I've got no interest in in, in watching an, an acted version of the story that I feel I know pretty well. Um, and and not from covering it, just from yep. seeing it unfold. Yeah. Yep. So, but you want to some Simone Warren's statements about it released today. Simone labelled it unkind and mean spirit. Callahan, sorry. Yep. The um, gee, I'll tell you what was interesting was the way Simone was covered in print. Did you see this? So Simone's a wanderlust, wanderlust ambassador. What's that? And well, it's in her yoga teachings, which is part of it, were used as a as a means to do a sit down with Simone, which ran in Stella magazine on the weekend. And fair enough too, it's good journalism to use the PR hook. <laughs> We've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Simone's available for an interview. She's a, a wanderlust ambassador. So that ran in Stella from memory of the Sunday or Sunday before. What's wanderlust, Hachi? I'm not target market, though, mate. To be fair. But it's to mark International Yoga Day this Wednesday. Right, now, okay. International Yoga Day has been in every story <laughs> okay. on Simone. Yeah. And it, there was the stuff on chain, which which was the drag out story on the weekend. And then there's the point to Stella. And there's the payoff of, in, of International Yoga Day in there. <laughs> but then the, the, the series itself, the quotes were withheld from that story. Right. And relabeled again. Prized out. Today. Right. So... And a good yarn, by the way. Simone, well done to who was it, Jackie Epstein? Well done to Jackie, who's, who's Shane Warne's ex-wife, Simone Callahan, has slammed the upcoming telemovie about the late cricket's great wife, late great life, labelling unkind and mean spirited. Callahan is grieved, focused on being a mum, Jackson and Summer, and also focused on her yoga teachings, which includes being a Wanderlust ambassador, marking a national yoga day on Wednesday. So an early payoff, paragraph two payoff, <laughs> early payoff, and then bang straight into the. <laughs> The, the bagging of the show. Yeah, but a good story. Uh, well, the ambassador PR hook, alive and well. That might actually just increase the, the viewership, mightn't it? No doubt about that. It could actually could have that effect. And it's being marketed as a celebration. Have you heard the promos? Celebrating yeah. the great, yeah. Yeah, I did. So that's how I would interpret it, but others are going to be critical and say it's an, it's an exploitation, but I, I think it's a celebration. I'll, I will watch it because I love Shane Moore. Did, this is getting right off track. Did you ever watch that Bodyline series with Gary Sweet? Yeah, loved it. How good was that? <laughs> If you had to go through telly, like bio, biopics, aren't they? If you had to go through the through great, those, yep. that, that's right up there. All right. Well, it's up there in my mind. Yeah. The Fallout movie was right up yeah, there too. Yeah. They, they yeah. were about the same time, weren't they? It was similar, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Gary Sweet played Don. <laughs> hey, um, I saw Red during the week, Hutchie. Caro's yeah. had a big couple of weeks. What's happened? I read during the week, it was part of a, a I'm assuming it was a Michael Warner story on, on Glenn Bartlett. 
It comes just, this is from Michael Warner's article, it comes just weeks after The Age newspaper and its owner, Nine Entertainment, reached an out-of-court settlement with Bartlett over a defamation action he brought against senior football journalists Jake Noel and Caroline Wilson. Oh, there's been a settlement, is there? Well, that's what he wrote, yep. yeah. Are you aware of that? No. I knew there was action pending. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of a settlement. What What does what the settlement? Didn't say. Well, I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah. That's news to me. I saw another article today from Michael Warner. Okay. Yep. You're on a roll today. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. Quoting, um, well, there was a quote in it from Greg Griffin, and it's usually 50-50, whether it's um, Greg Griffin or um, your mate, your old mate from way back. Who? Peter Jess. That's un- you're just having unnecessary pops at people today. I'm not going to stand. Oh, there any pops at any people? You are. <laughs> Greg, I, Greg Griffin is a very outspoken lawyer in media. Yep. Has been since my I remember in my day. I do too. He was, and he was the bloke. You can ring and answer, and he'd often be, <laughs> he'd give you a quote. He'd give you a he'd quote. Give you a quote. <laughs> Nick Holland and Dutch in Ben. I was going to say disputes. we got a lot of Triple M content out of that when we found court documents of uh, Danny Frawley. This is this is it registered in yeah. court, lodged in court. Over the Nick Holland um, dispute, yeah. grabbed him by the throat and held him up against the wall. The coach of the Richmond Footy Club. <laughs> so, what's your point about Greg Griffin? No, my point is it was a Michael Warner article. Oh, that's yeah. it. So it was just a chance. Well, for a we're talking about a Michael Warner article. Right, you, you don't agree with that, Peter Jess assessment? I think if you can, if you've got a relationship with someone who speaks often, then you should. That's good journalism. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Jess gave him the. The stairs story at, at Sorrento. Oh, that's a, I'm not. I'm distancing myself from you and your behaviour in this episode. Gary, get Gary V on the sounding board. Is building. I still don't know who Gary V is, Archie. So I had a, a an email from Doha of all places from a high ranking Australian Doha. lawyer, Australian lawyer based in Doha. I forwarded you the correspondence. He knows Gary V. He's known him for many years. He arranged him to be a guest at the World Cup last year, and he's involved in the World Cup, and he's happy to reach out and broker this on our behalf. <laughs> so what's happened? So he's reached out. Yeah. My man Oppie in New York's reached out to Gary V. Yeah, but if we got Gary V. And last night, oh. unsolicited. Is there a drum roll here? I, I can't reveal the brand yet or the situation, hmm. but I've had a $10,000 charity offer <laughs> for Ronald McDonald House Charities. Yeah. Unsolicited, and, t- and the details of which to be fine-tuned, to... For Gary V to be on the podcast. <laughs> so there's a $10,000 bounty on Gary V's interview. But it's going to Ronald McDonald House. It's going to Ronald McDonald House. He would be donating his fee, which is 10000 <laughs> for one interview, Damo. We're paying for the content, Damo. I, I still don't know who he is, Hachi. I, I know I'm probably embarrassing myself by saying if, that. If you'd like to top up, I'm putting it on all points board, and I'd love to get this to 20000 What's he going to do? I want to get this to 20000 So if you want to send a Gary V Fund, G-A-R-Y V Fund hashtag, and you can at me on uh, Twitter, just tell me if no, you no, Make it the Ronald McDonald House Fund, please, not, not Gary V Fund. It sounds as though we're- Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. RMHC Fund. Yeah. RMHC Gary V. How about that all, as a hashtag? I don't know. Is, it, is there enough appeal? It's, a, it's a better hashtag. RMHC Gary V. Is there enough v. appeal on Gary V? I'm looking for $500 donations by 20. What's he going to do? Businesses. What's he going to say if he comes on? What? I don't know. Well, it'd be worth 20000 to the kids, don't It's not a bad start. Well, that is a good start. So it's, a, it's quite. That is a good start. So I want 20 by $500 donations from oh, businesses as a minimum. You. As a minimum. Every dollar will go straight to Ronald McDonald House Charities. 
<laughs> Monash and Parkville and Fitzroy here in Melbourne, they do an amazing job. They're beautiful people and looking after sick kids in from predominantly regional areas. And uh, so that, anyway, any excuse to promote my favourite charity. So RMHC Gary V. I'm looking for $10,000 match on the $10,000 i am about to raise. I'll announce a brand next week. I don't, know whether, I don't know whether that's our style of show, though, Archie. Of course it's not, Damo. <laughs> but I'm a Gary V fan, and I reckon it's a great opportunity. He's coming through Melbourne. All right. He's, I had a look at the ticket market on him, hmm. by the way. What do you reckon they're going for? Oh, I, I don't know, Archie. I don't know what he is. I don't know what he's... What, what, what's he present? It's $500 a ticket for a floor seat. Yeah. It's 1500 for a meet and greet. I oh, see so you had a meet and greet seat? Oh, I haven't got a ticket yet. I'm ticketless for Gary V. <laughs> I'm thinking I might help set the stage up. <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl style. Um, you mentioned before that you'd be unemployable, your words, uh, yep. in a social media sense in 2023. Yep. And again, I wish I had have actually screenshotted the, um, the, the request I got from one of our listeners to ask you this week, what's happened to your walk and talks at the airports? Yeah, no, I can answer that. I've had that question put to me a few times over the journey. I used to like him. You used to be sometimes waiting for your your, your Uber. Yep. Sometimes you're walking between that, terminals. Sometimes you're on the plane. I'd, I'd like to get back to the walk and talks. I, I, I <laughs> was just, it when you bought SEM? Was it when you you ramp it up then, I think? I just, my physical condition is not where I'd like it to be. <laughs> to be huffing and puffing through airports. So I need a little bit of training, <laughs> airport training. You, you were holding a phone at arm's length from your face, yep. from memory. And you were just talking about whatever came to your yeah. brain at, at whatever point in time. I reckon airport walk and talks are me. So, okay, I'll take the challenge up. I'll, I'll do well, your... I know you're going overseas yeah. soon. We've discussed like, that. You want one in London? I would landing? like one in the, in the, in the, in the, whether it, whichever airline it is, whether it be Qantas or Emirates, I'd like one in the lounge yep. just to embarrass you and others around you. If you just want to just, as right. you're having your breakfast before you take off. You're on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So even a little walk and talk around the buffet. Yeah. You're on. Just, just to get it rolling again. We'll see how it goes. Hey, I saw on the uh, Channel 7 Twitter handle, the, the, the have you noticed that they're running pictures that they're in the venue now on their socials and saying we're here and are they throwing a few grabs at, uh, jabs at Fox over the fence? <laughs> Is this the, I can see it here. Is this the official Channel 7 Account. At yeah. 7 AFL. We're here. We're here. <laughs> at the I don't game. <laughs> well, has, has Foxtel been at the game since the, the famous Bridgewalk? Different model of the, the Bridgewalk. The famous Bridgewalk. <laughs> <laughs> you loved the Bridgewalk, didn't well, you? Well, you you know it took off that night. It, it, was, yep. it was Gary, it was Gary Bucks, yep. uh, Jono, and Jordan Geordie. Was. Yeah, and they were walking across the bridge yep. on a mission. Yep. To get to the ground. Yep. <laughs> Geordie played on the... Hey, just on media coverage for a moment, um, when did the Sunday footy show become such clickbait? Uh, Have you noticed that? It's verity is off the charts. Yeah, it's off the charts. TJ in particular has become a real it was digital off, identity. Even when you were hosting it, I think it had a Oh, no, TJ's no? taken it to a whole new level. I think, I think TJ has yeah. taken it, yeah. And, and he and Lordo's tongue-in-cheek. Situation on Sunday, which you looked uncomfortable about, by the way. You're uncomfortable. No, I wasn't. I, I probably, I, I didn't feel there's any issue with it. And I still, to this day, don't know whether there is. It was good fun. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was, yep. but but maybe, maybe, maybe it might have been on the line. And the chompilation, I thought was funny. The chompilation, <laughs> yeah. But it's become. He does cop it, doesn't he, TJ? It's, it's quickly become the second or third placed Herald Sun comedy article on a Sunday. If there's any type of tongue in cheek, go at each other because. Yep. Clearly, the sentiment of that goes out the window in the digital coverage. And as we know, that and, and as reads bad. The, the sentiment, you know, Lloyd said Lloyd yeah. called Jones this quote a miserable man. Yeah, he said. But you hear him say that with a smile yeah. on his face. Yep. 
And that's why I laughed at that time. Yeah. But it's become clickbait. So people must want that content. Well, clearly it clicks, doesn't it? As, it clicks. Yeah. Hey, um, touched on the hut, the Caro thing. What, what did you make of the Ollie Robinson send off of Usman Kawaja? Thought it was all fair and love and war, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And, and I wasn't sure where you were going to sit on it. And I wasn't sure whether me saying that I had no problem with it was going to be an issue in, in 2023 with everyone who seems to have an issue yep. with everything. Like, again, if you could ideal world, I didn't have an issue with the F-bomb clearly being displayed. It was lip red. I mean, it wasn't something you could heard, but I didn't have an issue with it, but I can understand why some would. But but I, I don't I don't think there's an issue from a, a competitive person like Ollie Robinson clearly is, shouldn't be doing it. I, 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 that's what happens out there. I love the fact that he was A, made available for the press conference. And didn't back down. And B, owned it. I, I loved him more because of the, yeah. the not backing no down. No backing down. Yeah, and yeah. even putting it back on the Australians, which I didn't mind yeah. either. Can yeah. you imagine if that was here? Oh, and then there'd been media advice going, oh, I can't. Have, no, Ollie's not speaking. Ollie's going to ground for a yeah. few days. And no, he's just he's a, put out a... And then on Monday yeah. or Tuesday, as he's rolling into training, yeah. they, they, they coordinate a fake doorstop, which they'll give the appearance of being impromptu, which will be arranged with the, you know, the person yeah. with the camera and Ollie. And he'd say, oh, look, I regret my actions. Yeah, it's not who, I stand. It's yeah. not who I am. It's not what yeah. I stand for. Yeah. And Usman's a great person. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to have, say all that, but it's also okay to spray him when he, when he gets him out in that I, moment. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about Essendon considering its <laughs> logo yeah. and asking whether it's offensive? I, oh, look, I... <laughs> How do we end up talking about this stuff in media? Isn't it amazing now that people are preempting what people you get to be angry about, but yep. could yet one day become angry about? Yeah. And you sent out a survey saying, "Do you find this offensive?" And people go, "Oh, actually, yeah. you mentioned it." <laughs> There'd be twenty percent of people who go, "Good idea to be angry about that." You're actually planting the seeds of angst in people's mind now. Well, if I received that as a supporter, I would have got angry about receiving it. Not, not, not the contents yep. of it. Like seriously, do we, do, have we not got enough to worry about in life? Are sporting clubs, in particular, AFL clubs, going a bit woke. Do you feel? I don't ever use that word, Hachi. I hate that word. Yep. I hate it with a passion. Socially aware. Um, they feel the need to be. Yeah, yep. yeah. Like, like there would have been people around Ollie Robinson in the English camp. I'd imagine from the from the media arm of it, and maybe the CEO arm of it, on that that part of it, the executive part of it, who would have had moments. What do we do about this? And he's just yep. come out and gone bang. So, look, I, I haven't followed that Essendon thing too closely, but I, I, maybe well, shouldn't footy clubs just try and win a game of footy more than they seem to be wanting to do these days, Hutchie? Yep. <laughs> yeah, dangerous to go into market research and ask people whether oh. they're offended about things that aren't yet. No, they are. Very dangerous. Oh, I reckon it's too. You got a question of the yep. week before we finish? Let's do a question of the week. On the sounding board, it's our question of the week for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to Drinkwise. A couple of good questions. Might do two quick ones. Stuart McDougall, Facebook. Why are Foxtel and Channel 7 continuing to include current players on their commentary teams for matches that don't involve their clubs? Supporters of the teams that are playing don't want to hear special comments from players who can't be objective. What value is this adding to the broadcast? Good question, Stuart. I think from time to time it's good. I thought Tom Hawkins was a nice addition to nice the addition. Fox team. He he, provides... I, and I love Tom, and I'm not, I'm not trying to do what you do here. I, I love Tom. I, I love how he carries himself. Oh, you're doing the butt. But what did he offer yeah, the broadcast? No, but what did he the offer the broadcast? What did he offer the broadcast? Different perspective. What, what perspective? perspective? He's a good presenter. He's, he's good, very good. He's presentable. He's a good sound. But he's not going to give you anything you don't know no, he while you, he's playing for Geelong. I think he gives you a bit of, bit of contrast. No, he doesn't. I, I liked it. And I love him. But I love the way he carries himself. There's the third button. Yep. 
But or I don't. What, you know, when I saw him on on the coverage, I thought I'm not going to pay a lot of attention to this, and that that was maybe a, an unfortunate. Well, you didn't and, give and, a chance, and, 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 you've and wrong. You've admitted you didn't give him a chance oh, because I know what he's going to do. There's a sixth. Yeah, I know what he's going to do. What did you learn from him? He didn't give it a chance. I didn't watch the whole game, but I, no. what I what I saw of him, yeah, I thought he did a really good job, and I think he's a natural media prospect into his future. You'd be fantastic, and you don't need to come and swing at that point in your career. You can add, no, you I'm can, not saying swinging, but just there's a seventh button. I'm yeah. not saying swinging. Yep, I'll keep just keep tracking them. <laughs> Let's go to Simon that's, Morris that's, with something. That sums you up. You don't even give him a chance. You don't go into an open mind and say. I'm going to, before I arrive at an opinion on Tom's work today, I'm going to support him and give it a chance. You just admitted yeah. you sat down and said, this guy's going to add nothing. And and didn't. He didn't. He's just so belligerent in your views. He's so <laughs> set in your ways. Give people an opportunity. Well, I'm not sure what Channel 7. No, I'm not going to. Simon Morris on email, Hutchie. With a plethora of sport on the tally in the coming winter, month, winter months, what are your go-to snacks and beverages to enjoy at night while watching way too much sport? See, this is a better question. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm nearly done after this first test, I have a Hutchie. good time of seltzer. Robbo's convinced me to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I've got to stop the red wine, which, uh, which yeah, can be that. Um, Janine always has a lot of options in the cupboard for our boys, and there's – I've discussed the popcorn. You're a popcorn guy. I didn't know it t- could taste as good outside of a movie theatre really? as, as the packet stuff. So your yep. popcorn. You yeah, rank- I popcorn my way through the first test at Edgebaston. Were you yep. popcorn today? I, I think I finished off the popcorn last night, so I'll have to go yep. and find something else. You'll yep. have a glass of red? No, I'm trying to give that up, Hutchie, during the week. And I've, I've actually have given up for a long time. Yep. As in as in just the, the glass needless. Glass don't talk about it because I'll get the taste for it, and, and it's it's not far away from starting this last day, Hutchie. <laughs> what other food we go to during the night? Um, cups of teas. Cups of teas gets me through. Yep. Yeah. Food. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, pistachios. Pistachios <laughs> in the shell. Yeah. Pistachios and peanuts have got me through the. Uh, yeah. uh, sorry, um, and popcorn have got me through the yep. edge baston test. But I'm worried because there's four tests left, and I'm not sleeping at all, Hutchie. <laughs> and I'm getting up at five. What's your strategy tonight? Are you going to go try and go through? Got to go through. Yeah, you're trying not to go to bed. Well, it could be over. I mean, if how shattering is it going to be if we tune in yeah. and it's raining? It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Yeah, it might be raining though. Yep. Yeah. Uh, your go-to? I'm not really a food guy, as you as you understand. <laughs> a McDelivery for me, probably. Oh, you get some McDel- take in. Oh, yeah, some, okay. Yeah. Right. Famously, uh, popcorn doing was not that. a bad thought to be fair. Popcorn was good. Yep. Yeah. Bowl of the, soup. Um, nice bowl of soup night. Super be good, yep. yeah. Actually, I might do that for the next test. I might make a big batch of minestrone and have that in the. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. Go. That'll be healthier. Yep. So, all right. That was Simon Morris's question. Following Stuart McDougall's question to round off episode twenty-one, series eight of the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Tune in for questions tomorrow and to send a question to the boys, email thesoundingboard at sen.com.au, follow the show on Twitter at Sounding Board EP and like the Facebook page. It's all thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Drinkwise.